Are you going to do Christmas cards while we're recording? No. Why do you have a stack of Christmas cards on your lap? I don't, I don't know. Why? I don't know. <laughs> Are you planning on it? This is why we need to have a long-distance relationship for recording. Just be honest with me. That's all I ask. Go. Hello, and welcome to episode number 74 of the Nerd Out Loud podcast, where we talk about the things that you nerd out about, and we nerd out about, and everybody nerds out about. Hello, Jeremy. How are you today? Okay. Did I do it okay? You did okay. I was I hoping for something a little more prepared. I mean, I actually have, like, the one that I usually do, I actually have it, like, written out. Uh, it's gone through several revisions. Mm-hmm. It's something that I've... Well, what I thought is, since we, we did a retro to Back to the Good theme mm-hmm. song... Yeah. That has been in demand this week, the last couple weeks. Sure. Um, I don't know. I, I would... did a straw poll. I'm not sure if you saw, but I did a straw poll on our Facebook page. And uh, actually, I think Jen, listener Jen, started it. Mm-hmm. Put a post on our Facebook page saying that she missed the old song or wanted it back because yeah. she didn't believe me when I say our new song is very popular. We get lots of feedback about it. Lots of people enjoy it every time we play it. Lots of people reach out to us. She didn't believe me, so she posted something on our Facebook on a, about it, and uh, the overwhelming majority of people that commented said that they loved it. One person even said that he has fathered all of his children t- to the tune of that song. <laughs> Who was so, that? I think it's very appreciated. Who was that? Rob. Oh, my god! Friend of the show, everybody, yeah, Rob Yeah, he has Taft. like a 13-year-old and a 10-year-old. Yeah. Okay. But um, here's the thing. How many people just said after we did a repeat last week, said that they missed it. Oh, I'm not sure. Yeah, not very many. No, a lot. I think maybe one. I'm not sure. <laughs> but. I like it better. Okay. But yeah. how many podcasts have talked about our trashed our old theme song? It is. Zero. It, Zero. It, well, so you know, I think uh, it, it gets people talking, and that's good. I think that's good sometimes. Or do you just eat some of my chocolate? Is I he going to s- die? Probably. Okay. Uh. So b- b- I want to talk about last week's episode, okay. but before we do that, let's, uh, let me just throw this out there. Uh, you guys can find us. We love to talk to you on like social media and all that kind of fun stuff. And you can find links to do all that. Subscribe to the show. We post generally once a week. We've pretty much done it once a week for the last couple of years, uh, with the exception of a few breaks, one of which being last week, I suppose. Uh, so go to our website, nerdoutloudpod.com. You don't have to remember any of the other stuff. I mean, you can find us on Facebook, Twitter, all that stuff. Reach out, say hello, reach out and, uh, drop us a line. Cause we'd love to hear from you and, uh, subscribe to the show. And you can do all that at nerdoutloudpod.com. I'll just get that out of the way right now. If you're a new listener, hello and welcome. Apologies for last week. It was a crazy week. I think I'm guess I, I would like to think that there's maybe some people that are new because of our a serial of episodes that we did over on the Takedown podcast. I I would assume that uh, maybe there's a couple people that haven't listened before or have only listened a couple times. So if you're new, hello, welcome, and uh, drop us a line. You can find all our contact information on the website uh, because we love to interact with you and talk to you and hear your feedback. And I personally, I kind of enjoy it when people crap on the show. (laughs) I enjoy Um, it. I'd like to say welcome to the downers and the questioners. The questioners? Yeah, I just or invented the, the listeners of three guys, three questions. Oh. I just invented that. Nice. Oh, yeah, that's they right. They can use it. Christy was a guest, the first, I think the first guest that they've ever had on a show called Three Guys, Three Questions. Yes. So we'll we'll put a link to that in the show, show notes. You can definitely check it's it out. It's an interesting concept. I think we should, when we do homage to to podcasts, we should do when we one. Yeah, when we run out of ideas and start ripping off other people's ideas. Oh, jeez. Yeah. I agree. That's something that we do. No, quite we often. did the segments, though. Remember? Yeah. No, I like it. Okay. Yeah, it's great. The show's called Three Guys, Three Questions, and uh, they have three guys, and they they ask each other three questions through the format of the show. I mean, the format of the show is right there in the title, which you can't beat that. And so, uh, and our our stint on the Takedown podcast is so popular that I mean, people are still wanting to know more. No, they can't know anymore. <laughs> they can't know anymore. I'm uncomfortable with the amount I know of information that that's out there about I know me right that, now. Like to everyone that it's really funny. Like some of it is tragic and some of it's funny and some of it's unbelievable. But it's 
it's our reality. Yeah. It's not as funny when it's your reality. I don't know. Day. I mean, it's there's humor in it, and I like to think that I can find humor in incredibly dark places, and it's surely been a journey for me. But, uh, but yeah, I mean, it was a little weird, uh, and it was a little jarring at times. I went back, and I could not listen to the ones that I was on. I <laughs> did listen to the one that you were on. Um, and it's a little jarring at times to hear this situation that has, like, I mean, it has been this huge overarching thing in my life for the last four years mm-hmm. um like the most Hi. emotionally challenging difficult thing i've ever gone through all the Hopefully custody stuff <laughs> like getting sober all that stuff mm-hmm. and and uh uh to hear it like referred to so glibly <laughs> yeah. is a little jarring at times uh but uh but i think a good listen nonetheless so anyway hello downers and and, mm-hmm. uh, and, que- and questioners but uh apologies well i'm not i don't know about apologies but we did have a uh throwback thursday um classic episode last week we we went back and played one of our early ones mm-hmm. and um you know i i had a couple thoughts i actually listened i listened to it with some trepidation um i'm always a little nervous going back and listening to some of our early shows just for a lot of different reasons, it's very embarrassing. Production mm-hmm. quality is not quite there. Uh, Content-wise, at least f- from me, not not addressing you, but from me, I'm kind of all over the place. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I guess you could say. Uh, and uh, but I listened to it, and I had I I had a couple I had a couple pieces of feedback or kind of thoughts. Okay. And you is tell this me your own you think. personal feedback, or did other people? No, this is my old personal feedback. Okay. So I I play that show because when I go back and listen to some of our other shows or or hear stuff from other people or just review some of the content that we've created or whatever, mm-hmm. um, I always really appreciate it. And I think that some of this was kind of born out of hearing you talk on Takedown Podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, I I think that you should talk more. Like I okay, I think that you should. Um, and you should talk. I think less. that you should come out of your shell a little bit more because for some reason I feel like lately you've been a little. You've been a little restricted. You've been a little closed off and kind of shut down. Okay. And I, I, I want, I want, I want to see you come out of your shell because when you do, like, when you're comfortable and you, and you don't feel like I don't know, clammed up or something, like mm-hmm. you, uh, you're incredibly like entertaining and intelligent and fun, fun to listen to. So you so mean I when I back in the day when I had to carry the show? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, th- I think that you should just talk more. Just come, you know. Okay. Do that. Just uh, let this be your space, Christine. I mean, it's just as much your show as it is as it is mine. It's it's our show. Maybe if someone didn't talk over me or interrupt me or I do that sometimes. I get yeah. kind of excited and I'm yeah. trying to tone that down, and, which leads me into the second thing. Okay. Uh, I was a dick to you. Yeah. I was so rude. It was. I was embarrassed, like for myself. Like I was filled with shame listening to that. Uh, and, and that's what you put on the internet. Imagine how I, you were in real life. I would like to say that I'm sorry for being so rude to you. Exactly. <laughs> uh, which pro- maybe that led to why um, you, you are quiet sometimes now because yeah. of how that panned out in the past. But man, I uh, I apologize. You should have to. You should have to listen to all of them. No. Yeah, no, I think I'm you okay. should. I'm okay with that. I'm okay. So we do have. I don't know. I don't know if I would say exciting. We I have want, some stuff. Planned. I want our listeners to vote whether Jeremy should have to go and back and listen to all mm. the old episodes. Yeah. Mm-mm. So I don't think our votes. listeners will even go back and listen to all the old episodes. But I think you should have to. <laughs> I would be amazed if there's many people that like. I think that as with probably any show, there's a certain amount of turnover. I would imagine. So mm-hmm. I, I'm. I bet that there's not a lot of people that listen now that also listen then, which is fine. I mean, that's I listen to lots of shows that I haven't listened to all their first shows, but okay. Yeah. Anyway, did you have any uh anything from last week's episode? Yeah, just anything. Any thoughts? I wish we got the numbers that Serial did. <laughs> yeah, it was it was our own Serial. Actually, thing, I don't. It? I no. that's too much pressure to have five million <laughs> downloads an episode. I don't know. That'd be no, crazy. That's too much pressure. Can we talk about? People were talking about setting, going to bed at eight no. o'clock at night so that they could wake up super early to listen to it because it's the, f- the final episode. I do love, That's a lot of pressure. I do love the, how much it's brought podcasting into the mainstream, into everybody's. Remember eye, when I said like that? Just the whole cultural movement that so it's created. Have we already talked about how you 
you are against it a little bit. I'm not against it. I'm just Jeremy not is such for a hipster it. that he doesn't on principle doesn't want to listen or like the show. I'm not I'm not against it. I'm just not for it. Okay. That's all. I'm just I, I don't have a problem with other people's enthusiasm about it. And I, I'm like always interested in just how people work and in like dynamics of movements and i mean you could call this a movement like it's taken kind of the podcasting world by storm like it's it's made podcasting relevant to all these people mm-hmm. who have never listened to a podcast before right. and kind of opened the door to this world you know mm-hmm. so it, it, it's a little as somebody that's like been interested in podcasts for a really long time there's a little part of me that is kind of annoyed with like all of these articles about like it's the renaissance of podcasting and podcasting is a viable medium and all this kind of stuff when it's something that i mean it's been both you and i it's been part of our life for mm-hmm. a long time both listening to and like we have friends that are in the, i mean that's how we met was through a podcast so mm-hmm. There's obviously a little part of me that gets annoyed with it, but you know, and I've listened to it. Um, I haven't. I don't think I listened to the last one, but I've listened to all the ones prior to that of, of episodes of Serial, and I just, um, I just, I don't know. I'm, I haven't gotten sucked in yet. I'm just not there. Well, but then you won't be because it's the final episode tomorrow. Yeah. But last week's, I definitely cried. Yeah, you should listen to that one. Okay, you're kind of an emotional. Yeah, emotional person, very sensitive. So I can't get emotional you. sometimes. I. So it's safe to say that you were into podcasting before it was cool? No, it was cool. <laughs> it was cool when I was into it, but I don't well, know. Not really. That's not what I was saying. <laughs> I mean, okay. that's literally what you were saying. Well, no. <laughs> but that's not what I... That's Yeah, but still. <laughs> but still, Christy, what I'm saying is that, yeah. I... Here's what I would like to just regarding the whole serial situation. I'm kind of glad that it's coming to an end, just because I'm ready to see what comes next. The next interested to see. season, just in general. Oh. Uh, I I would be okay if I never heard somebody make a reference to Mail Kemp ever again, or try oh, and yeah. make a Mail Kemp joke, or yeah, that's pretty do the Mail Kemp thing, whatever. They have they do read a a a, a, re, a live read live read for the. So their sponsor Mailchimp, and there's somebody with an accent or a speech impediment. No, it's or a something. little kid. Oh, okay, <laughs> it's a little kid that says Mailchimp at the beginning. And now, mm-hmm. like, there. I mean, if you do an account search on Twitter for Mailchimp, there's a billion Mailchimp accounts, and the CEO of Mailchimp has put Mailchimp in his Twitter bio, and Mailchimp is selling Mailchimp T-shirts, and everybody's making Mailchimp jokes. And I'm just ready for that to be done personally i could see that i actually put a i muted it i muted oh, the word mailchimp so i don't see any tweets on on twitter that have the word mailchimp in them you... also um uh incidentally i don't see any tweets that say uh the phrase wins the internet oh god <laughs> we have to have a whole episode I, about that i don't have uh i don't see any tweets that have the word bay in them Okay. Because even the ironic usage of the word bay, I, I, I was growing tired of. I muted the word pumpkin spice, so I don't see any mm-hmm. tweets that say pumpkin Anything spice. Anything about the bachelor or bachelorette, you muted a long yeah, time ago. a long time ago. So anyway, that's. Uh, I think those mute filters are extremely helpful tool for my personal internet consumption. Well, you have a weirdness about Twitter. You've gotten a little bit better, but there were tons of people that you would mute so you never saw what they said Mm -hmm. but you refused to delete them yeah i think didn't we talk about this in the episode that we just replayed last week i don't know i feel like it came up as a discussion i can't remember if it was the episode that we replayed last week or the episode that we almost replayed last week okay but we had a big discussion about it but yeah i do i i did have some people that because there's, I don't know, I'm so, I wish that I didn't care about who I was following and who's following me and numbers and all that stuff, but I pay way too close attention to it. And I hate that there's all these weird little rules. There's no rules. It really bothers me. There is rules. There's like, I mean, there's not, they're not rules, but they're rules, you know. They're like social guidelines, I don't I follow them. Well, I, I mean, wish that I could be like, and I, please, I don't. I don't know a non... This is going to sound offensive, but I don't mean this in offensive way. I wish I could be that checked out from it <laughs> to, to like not <laughs> to not care and not notice. But I kind of want to do one of those like 
unfollow everybody and then just like start over from scratch. Except for you would just follow everyone again. I don't think so. I don't think so. I would say I was just recently thinking through this. I actually, yeah, because anyway, there's a number of people that I would not follow. I think the what you would be more upset about is if someone wasn't upset. No, that you. No, it's really awkward when when I unfollow people. I don't like it when they point it out. That makes it so weird. You should never do that. Should never point it out. You should never like call somebody out for unfollowing you. Well, you also were following a bunch of crazy girls who would actually literally call you on the phone and be pissed that you had unfollowed them, which That's is true. crazy. That's yeah. nuts. Yeah. Well, that was you it's know, that fucking was, Twitter. It was a different. It's life. not like a different life. Different life. Well, there are some people that there are some people now. I mean, there are some people now that if I noticed they unfollowed me, I would. Uh, it would probably hurt my feelings, but it's also, I mean, it's just, it's just Twitter. And like we could, you could not follow me on Twitter and I would be okay with it. That wouldn't hurt your feelings, no. but some rando that you've never met. Well, except for me that and hurts you your like, feelings? have a, 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 some of the people that I know on Twitter, I, I only know through Twitter. I don't know what I'm trying to say. Hmm. I just, I don't know. So your new favorite thing to point out is when anything is seems ridiculous, like watching The Voice. Uh-huh. You said, I can't believe that we are force feeding people through their butts <laughs> and torturing them to death. But there's something called The Voice on TV. It's just a weird... Yet, let's spin it around. You're so like self-involved yeah. and crazy about Twitter. Yeah. Same thing. Same well, logic. Well, I... I don't, I wasn't criticized. I'm not like, I don't care that the voice, mm-hmm. I mean, I feel the same way about the voice as I do about cereal. I don't care mm-hmm. that it exists or doesn't exist or whatever. Like I, I but I'm just not into it, mm-hmm. but it's just a weird juxtaposition, I guess. Like it's just a, it's just such a harsh contrast that those things are going on. And sometimes it's just, I don't know. I think that we read stuff in the news, like there's this terror report that came out about how the we're the we being the United States is like literally torturing people uh, beyond waterboarding, like yeah. whether you think that's torture or not or whatever. We're literally torturing people, like beating them, uh, sensory deprivation for months at a time, white noise, chaining them so they're constantly standing up all the time restricting them from sleep no clothes so they're having to urinate and defecate on themselves uh forced rectal feedings which is nothing short of sexual assault like it's just so so we see that stuff in the news and we're just like oh yeah hey there's a thing called the torture report and we just like read over it but if you really if you really think about like what that's actually doing like what? What's actually happening, and what that like that stuff that our country is really doing to real people? I mean, it's it's sexual assault. We're sexually assaulting people. That's insane. That's insane, and it's just so. I don't know. It's like I don't. I don't necessarily. I I'm just shocked at the general com- complacency about it. I guess I don't know. I saw a picture. Somebody posted a picture of their kids on Facebook or something the other day, and it was like American Flag Day at school, and they all wore red, white, and blue school mm-hmm. and i was like it was just so jarring and i don't want to be like the guy that's like ah my kids won't wear an american flag shirt to school but at the same time like i kind of want to be that guy why because it's super fucked up what this country's doing but it's not everyone in the country but i don't know but it's done in the name of like patriotism and i'm not necessarily proud of that yeah. And there's a lot in this country that I'm not proud of. And so it seems it just seems such a it seem it feels like an inappropriate time to me to be doing stuff like that. And I, I don't know how we got off on this weird <laughs> tangent. But anyway, I it, I don't know. It's just weird to me sometimes that like it, it can be jarring this <laughs> that like we torture people and then also have like weird reality television shows. It's just a weird world that we live we in. We torture people and you're obsessed with how many people follow you on Twitter. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm getting better. I'm getting better. I'm working That on is it. true. I'm actively working to, on it. He used to have a special app that told him who was following him and who had dropped him and like all that stuff. Yeah, that's true. And you checked it obsessively. I would see. If I noticed, like, the number go down of people that follow me, I would go, but, this is embarrassing. <laughs> but also, 
you were one of those crazy people, you would reach out and say, hey, did I do something wrong? I don't. I can only think of like a couple times that I've done that. But by, by by now, like by rule or whatever, it's not something that I will. It's not something that I would do. Okay. I think the only reason that I would ever talk to somebody about it is if I felt like it was a result of something that happened in real life. Like if it was a friend and we got in a fight in real life and whatever, then to me that would just be a symptom of maybe like there's something deeper and I would want to repair my relationship with that person. But it doesn't matter whether they ever followed me on Twitter again or not. Yeah. I don't know. This kind of goes into your topic of weird discussion. This kind of goes into your topic of Facebook fights. Yeah. Well, just internet fights in general. Okay. I've had quite a few internet fights on my Facebook. And me and you have, me and you have dealt with our internet fights in very Very different different ways. And I, so we had on a fairly recent episode, we talked a bit about Ferguson and some of that other stuff that's been going on in the news lately and some of the protests and riots and all that stuff. And I cut like a solid 25 minutes of it out. So I don't remember what I put in (laughs) and what I left out because it was just seemed like a really weird conversation. But, um, but we've we me and you approach Facebook fights very differently. Or yes, I don't even want to say Facebook fights because sometimes it's actual like rational discussion. Sometimes it's usually like mm-hmm. walking a thin line. It's always emotional. But uh, you your your response to like anybody or anything that you saw that was like racist or whatever, like people that were posting shitty racist stuff on Facebook, yeah. you just Delete. shut it down. Just deleted them as friends. Yes. Yeah. Well, I used to have a rule that if someone before this year, if someone said something that was questionable or they were super annoying in their, I have a whole thing about um, Facebook posts and where they different categories they landed. Maybe we can have an episode about that. But um, if you fell into one of my offending categories, <laughs> you would have three chances. Whoa. And then once that third chance, you would. If it was actually someone that I knew in real life or was like an old friend, I would mute. Mm-hmm. But after this Ferguson thing, delete. It didn't matter who it was. If you said something racist on your page or I saw you comment on a stranger's page because it pops up in my timeline, delete. Yeah. No questions. No talking about yeah. it. No Not fights about it. I didn't try to swing them my way or get them to mm-hmm. believe the you know what's right yeah i delete which is certainly something you can do and that's something that's one thing like so i always get a little annoyed when people complain about social media like i can't believe i don't even go on facebook anymore because it's just aunt jenny spewing racist stuff and <laughs> like selfies delete. and whatever whatever but like you i mean you as a consumer you're or as as the you are the boss of your own Facebook feed. Like you you see what you choose. Right. Well, to a certain extent with Facebook, I, right. there's some manipulation. But exactly. That goes That's on why in I there. delete but, them. But uh, I mean, for the most part, the stuff that you're seeing is from people that you follow. Usually it's from exactly. people that you're friends with and stuff like that. So if you don't like stuff, mm-hmm. you have the ability to like curtail that to be seeing stuff that you mm-hmm. want to be seeing. Well, whatever. Facebook is so weird because you are you know, quote unquote friends with people that you would never hang out with in real life. Mm -hmm. I mean, because you might, I don't know how many friends I have. It doesn't really matter. I don't keep track of that. And I maybe a hundred, maybe 200, but I maybe in real life have about 10 to 30 friends. Mm -hmm. And so I don't really care if I hurt their feelings by deleting them or never hear from them again. Yeah. If it was someone that I actually cared about. Yeah. And they were spewing that kind of stuff. I might say, you know, do a direct or yeah, direct message or like, hey, uh, I don't, I don't under, I'd like to know where you're coming from in this mm-hmm. arena. Talk it out. Try to understand what they were. I mean, depending on what it is, where they're coming from, because I want my friends to not think that way. Yeah. Um. So I might take the time to do that, but mostly no. So what did you want to say about Facebook fights? No. Uh, so I was just I so I was thinking yesterday I was reflecting on uh, I down was downloading I downloaded the my archive of all of my like tweets that I've had which is an embarrassing number of tweets mm-hmm. it's like forty thousand tweets or something oh, God. and you can just like there's a 
in the archive, there's a little tool, and you can just click, and it'll pull up random ones. Mm -hmm. And I was looking at them, and just clicking through and realizing, like, how much how much I've changed. Like, my initial response was, wow, I really contradict myself a lot. Okay. <laughs> because, like, I know that uh, up until... I don't know. I somehow so there's a service called Favestar where you can go there and it shows you like what your best tweets are or what the tweets that of most yours popular. that have received the most retweets mm -hmm. and favorites and stuff. And somehow I managed to delete myself from that service. I am too. So it I just can't, happened. I just tried to go to my Favestar page to look, but no. But until at least last time I looked, one of my top tweets was a tweet like making fun of protesters. <laughs> oh, geez. Because <laughs> it was, I think, three years ago or four years Occupy. ago on May Day. Oh. I was like, oh, there's a group of there's a group of children claiming to be protesters mm -hmm. uh, getting in a fight with a group of uh, adults wearing pajamas claiming to be superheroes. Okay. <laughs> Which is funny because now I am both endeared to the superhero community <laughs> and the... Uh, the real life superhero community, friend of the show, and El, El Caballero, and and the protesters. But so, I have something to say about that because it's I hate this saying, "Choose your battles." Mm. But with the May Day protests, that went from um, immigration reform yeah. to these douchebag yeah. people that call themselves anarchists yeah. that come up from Portland. I think that they all live in a house, and it's like. 30 like to 100 people, of them yeah. it and they just they wear all black they have no idea what they're talking about they have no idea what the protest is actually about they're just like yes we get to break shit and steal it and and be destructive and we don't even know what this is about so i understand where you're coming from that's very different than marching about civil rights and yeah. not being murdered by cops yeah yeah that's true that's very true that so, day, I waited for the bus for three hours that May Day. Oh, on May Day. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, now it's turned into like a thing or whatever. But So anyway, I, I, I've had a couple of Facebook photos. I have this weird collection of people on my Facebook. Uh, oh, Very I'm sorry. So what I was saying with this archive thing, I've, let me finish that okay. thought and then we'll go to the Facebook thing. What I was saying with the archive thing is that I realized that I've changed quite a, and a lot of a, a lot of how I've changed like my worldview and the way that I see things and the way that I interpret events is by listening to people talk that I disagree with. It's by both getting in these Facebook fights or online discussions or whatever you want to call them and watching other people have these conversations and getting in fights and, and that kind of stuff. And, and just being involved in that kind of world has, I mean, the, those as a result of those conversations, that's, changed who I am to a great extent. Yeah, I think where you are coming from, though, is that you have lived a very sheltered life in this very conservative um, community yeah. and then moved on to a very tiny conservative Bible college with the same group of friends yeah. the entire time that all had a like mind. And once that world kind of left you... yeah you started to open your eyes to, oh my gosh, look at all of these different things that are in the world. And I don't believe anything I believed before. And that stuff's all shit. And I like, you, it's a little bit different mm -hmm. than like, I was raised that way. Yeah. I mean, I, think yeah, that's true. I went and saw uh, Jimmy Carter. Like, I don't even think I was talking. Uh -huh. I've, I've been raised. I was like worked on Bill Clinton's like campaign the first time he like when i was 15 or something you know yeah. like so i was always raised that way so i don't have any patience for <laughs> i don't i don't want to yeah. teach anyone uh -huh. i don't need to teach well, you don't have anybody to. have yeah it's, it's not your responsibility yeah for it's, sure it's it's tiring it is yeah yeah i mean one of the one of the uh very outspoken feminist women that i follow on twitter um routinely goes after people for even just asking her questions. Like when men come to her and ask her questions about feminism, mm -hmm. oftentimes she's like, she'll just either not respond at all mm -hmm. or she'll just say like, it's not my responsibility to teach you basic feminism. Like you can take a, some responsibility and go learn that yourself and go read a book or read mm -hmm. an article or whatever. And it's not my job or responsibility to teach you. So I, I understand what you're saying. My, one of my friends. Um, so I, I have this weird collection of people on my facebook as a result of the life that i've lived of growing mm -hmm. up in a Christ christian community and being a pastor and no longer being a pastor and uh 
all that kind of fun stuff. Um, but I still have a lot of those, a lot of those old friends and my old community are, I'm still friends with them. Some in real life, most of them not, but just kind of tangentially on Facebook. Um, and so it's always, I have a really interesting collection of friends and I also pretty much like accept friend requests from everybody Mm -hmm. and send friend requests to people all the time. Um, but, uh, so I've had a couple really interesting conversations happen on my Facebook, I guess. Uh, but one of my friends commented something on there that I really liked and I, so much so that I wrote it down and he said, because, uh, my best opinions I've stolen from people I once disagreed with after they showed me that the world wasn't as I was raised believing it to be. It's a good one. So I don't know. I just, I sometimes see, and this happened. I mean, I had, uh, I just found, pulled up the post I had on in the beginning of December. I made a, um, I made a Facebook post that basically said, Hey, white people listen to people that don't have white skin. Talk about Mm -hmm. racism because as white people, we can't, fully understand the racism that they deal with everywhere. I basically just said, hey, white people listen to not white people because racism is real. Mm-hmm. And it turned into 130 comments of mainly white people saying racism isn't real or what about reverse racism mm-hmm. <laughs> or whatever, whatever, whatever. Uh, but I think that sometimes when emotions get high and when disagreements start happening, people are like, nobody's ever going to change. There's no point in arguing. There's no point in doing any of this mm-hmm. and whatever. But I don't know. I just, I think that sometimes it is good. And, you know, I... I'll tell you what I think about that. I, if if you cared about my opinion, I think that the people, especially I think it was one guy in particular that was seeing the reverse racism or whatever, yeah. he's never going to change. Right. Ever. Right. Not from a Facebook fight. Maybe if something terrible happens to him or great happens to him. I mean, something. That may change him. The people that may think hey there's a point to what jeremy's saying or you know what they're saying are the silent ones yeah and who will who are people like you that five years ago and would sit back and and read that fight and google things and say oh wow i never thought of that yeah they aren't going to be participating in the fight yeah well i mean i learned something from it like both just from seeing what my other friends what people would say to contradict some of the Mm -hmm. whatever and there were i Three or four people with actual not white skin, which, mm-hmm. by the way, I went through all 130 comments and just took screenshots of all of the not mm-hmm. white people and made one picture and uh, of all of their comments. Every single person with not white skin that that posted a comment in that thread was saying something to the effect of, yes, racism is real. Mm-hmm. No, you couldn't possibly understand what it's like as a white person. that was the that was the the do you know that some people think saying not white is offensive oh i'm sure because because you're saying white is the normal oh yeah like like saying saying normal yeah not straight right oh jesus not male well i first not christian in in the facebook (laughs) thing i said people of color and then somebody corrected me who corrected you oh i don't remember a white dude a white dude right (laughs) yeah but like apparently that's a thing too is that like there's black people people of color they Mm -hmm. all mean different things and are to be used different ways in different situations and Mm so i don't know i was trying to generalize as much as i could but that totally makes sense that white not white yeah jesus christ i'm sorry (laughs) i'm just sorry (laughs) no because you learned right you didn't get offended and say whoa what am i supposed to say yeah that why isn't there be... a yeah, <laughs> white history yeah. month? That's all I want to know. What's wrong with being white? <laughs> yeah. So, I don't know. That's uh, that's what I was thinking about Facebook fights. Internet fights in general. I appreciate them. And also, I get this weird thrill out of just poking yeah. poking at people's... Well, and the weird part about that fight is that there were people jumping on there that you don't even know. Yeah, there was quite a few. There was quite Either a few people, people that I don't know. Because most of the stuff that searching. I put on Facebook is uh, public. So right. anybody so can comment on it. Either people were searching friends of friends. for words or friends of yeah. friends. Well, plus I put some hashtags in there that I think drew in some some folks. Yeah. Yeah. So Christina, yes, I want to talk about holiday gifts. Okay. Because I have an extreme frustration with holiday gifts. I do as well. What's your What's your deal? It's similar to my Thanksgiving. Mm. I think that everybody drives themselves insane trying to buy 
the perfect gift that it's it's a uh you've said it it's a to do item yeah they have to do this they're um last year i they only gave me this and i'm i'm spending this much money and it's almost as if it's like this weird competition mm mm-hmm. And everybody gets stressed out and nobody has any money and they overextend themselves. And it's just, it's ridiculous. Yeah. And it's, it's, I have hated it for a really long time mm-hmm. and just kind of have the understanding like, yeah, we're not going to get each other things. And I don't want gifts and I don't like to give. Yeah. I mean, I like to give more, but I think I have the same kind of um, concept that you do where, Hey, if I see something yeah, and that's the same with birthday or even year round, if I see something in a store, like, Hey, this, this really reminds me of, yeah. you know, oh, I have to blank. get that for yeah. so-and-so, but I don't right. save it till Christmas to, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. to give on a certain day that everyone is supposed to. Yeah. And I mean, just go to the mall, just go to the mall and see the frazzled people that are, everybody's upset. Everybody's angry. You have like, everybody travels at Christmas yeah, and they're all frazzled. They hate it. They hate going wherever they're going to be stressed out with family that they only see once a year. And it's it's terrible. Yeah. I yeah, and I think that we should just I think that we should do away with wish lists in general. Okay. Not not wish lists like let's get rid of the Amazon wish list. I, I mean like what 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 seems so weird to me when it comes to the holidays is uh when people say, This is what I want. And then they give some absurd level of detail. Like, yeah. this is this toy, this thing, this thing, whatever. Like, they just say exact, and then you just go buy it for them, or they buy it for you. Like, no, it's like a wedding registry almost. Yeah, like my, hopefully she's not listening, but my mom, mm-hmm. uh, my mom will literally say to me, What do you want for Christmas? And I'll throw out, Oh, how about like this or that or whatever? Or usually I try and dodge the question and just say mm-hmm. nothing. But eventually, I end up saying she something. She wears you down. <laughs> and then whatever I say is exactly what I get. And it just mm-hmm. has no meaning. Like, I would rather just I would rather just save the money. Like, I, if I really need something or want something, I'll go buy it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or, I, you know, I don't know. And if somebody wants to get me something, great. Like, I will take gifts. I love getting gifts. And I love getting stuff. Don't get me wrong. Hey, guys, send me stuff. Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> but, but, like, ju- just let it be... If I don't know. I just think if you want to get somebody a gift, get them a gift. If you don't want to get them a gift, don't give them a gift. And if they give you something, you don't have to give them something back. And uh, I, the, something that I, in the past, I have kind of preached that, but not practice it. And this year, I'm trying to actually practice it. And I, I think only one time so far, I can think of one time this holiday season out of all the gifts that I've got, where I got something like, oh, fine, whatever. But it wasn't what I wanted. I mean, it wasn't. It was... 100% out of obligation. Okay. I just think that people need to chill out with the gifts. I agree. It's kind of gross. And can you even, this is what I always question to people. Can you even remember what you got last year? Yeah. Yeah. If your holiday shopping involves checklists and re- completely revolves around checklists and I'm like, hey, who, this, 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 I have to get something for this person, I have to get somebody for this person, then I would say you're doing it wrong. And my encouragement to you would be if take two people this holiday season and if you're getting them a gift out of obligation don't do it i wouldn't say they're doing it wrong i mean everybody can do what they want no they're doing just (laughs) my frustration (laughs) oh can i talk about something you know how i hate thanksgiving food i forgot Mm -hmm. to tell you this we have this vendor (laughs) that comes in every three months and gives us all this like sample food and it's a delivery catering service out of Seattle. Mm-hmm. And w- their holiday special sandwich was called like Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. And it was turkey and stuffing and cranberry sauce on a, a sandwich. Heck it yeah. looked like someone diarrheaed on a piece of bread. Yeah. It was That's so like the disgusting. Wrap that I made. <gasps> did we talk about that on the no. show? I made a wrap with all the. Because oh, I we said, did talk about it. Because I said the. I took all leftovers of the, are gross. I took all of our Thanksgiving leftovers and put them in a uh, tortilla. tortilla. <laughs> yeah, it's like I Mexican it's Thanksgiving. It was so gross. Racist. I when the lady she was she's like this is our this is our best seller right now and she's holding it up and I like seriously shuddered and I was like <laughs> I cannot look at that sandwich <laughs> and my friend kept like putting it in my face like hey like this. Hell yeah. It's so gross. <laughs> it's so gross. <laughs> I like it. I like it. 
So everyone, if you got Jeremy a present, go ahead and return it. Yeah, yeah, send it back. Unless it's a unless it's a drone. <laughs> oh gosh. In which case, if you're gonna get me a drone. Email me first because I'll tell you the exact one that well, I want. Well, it's on your Amazon wish you list, ironically. <laughs> I'll tell you the exact one that I want. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But the wish list that I have on Amazon is honestly more of just like, here's the stuff that if I ever have extra money, this is like the specific items that I want. Well, and we do things like very different because whenever I have on my wish list, it's stuff that I need. Yeah. Which I think those are the, make <laughs> the worst gifts in the world. I think that makes the worst gifts in the world. Like if you, uh, pot holders are not a gift. Pot holders are something you, you just buy if you, you need. You bought me pot, pot holders as a gift the other day. Well, yeah, but it's not, but it just as like a thing. Like I was oh, just yeah. in the store and they made me think of you, and so I got them for you and brought them home as like a a thing for no reason, yeah. not for your birthday, not for Christmas, whatever, because mm-hmm. they just made me think of you. But I mean, like if you need pot holders. Getting pot holders as a Christmas gift because you need pot holders is amazing. It's just lame. It's, oh man! Just go buy pot We're holders. So I'll just buy pot holders for you, but I'm not gonna make that your gift. Like if you need, that's like that's like uh, if I was like if you if I borrowed your car mm-hmm. and then put gas in it and then came back and said, "Oh, there you go. There's Merry Christmas." I mean, like, I would need that would be you awesome. Would need to it costs like sixty bucks to fill up my car. I would need to, to put gas car. in the car anyway because I borrowed it. But you don't need to put a full tank. I don't know. All I know is that we I don't need take the practical at gifts. least two new frying pans or saute <laughs> yeah. pans to be fancy saute pans, mm. and that would be amazing to get those for Christmas. Well, I'll just get them for you. <laughs> okay, and we also <laughs> we really need a, a drone. We do not a drone. <laughs> DJI. Vision Plus 2, maybe the Inspire if you want to throw a couple thousand down. (laughs) Anyway, (laughs) we need one. I mean, for aerial photography and stuff. Right. We need to check the roof on the house. Yeah, you could try to convince me like everyone else does that you're going to make money with this drone. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Start a company, maybe. I'm going to start a company. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, Happy holidays, everybody. Oh man! Well, I guess we'll have one more. We'll have one more. We'll have like an episode that comes out right before Christmas. We'll have to figure out what to do. We'll have to do something special, some kind of holiday special. I had that one I wanted to do. I have no idea what you're talking about. I think it's going to take more research. I think it's going to take a little bit more research than mm. we have time for. I wanted okay. to do where I we talk about you and Jessica are on, and you tell me the oh. Christian origin <laughs> yeah, of stories holidays. of holidays, and yeah. I tell you what the actual historical origin of the holidays are. I was thinking that we could come up with like a getting through the holidays with your family guide. Okay. Where we give you like talking points for all of the controversial things in the news. Okay. And then maybe as like a added bonus, we could come up with some really inflammatory statements for people to throw out there Mm -hmm. uh, and then give us feedback as to what happens in their family. Okay. Like they, um, you mean like you telling your mom that I hate pilgrims? Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, you do. <laughs> I do. I'm with you. I, I'm. I understand. They were not nice people. Okay. <laughs> I don't. I don't necessarily think they weren't nice people, but they were definitely yeah. lazy. Yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, speaking of um, speaking of d- workshopping things on the fly, um, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna leave it up to you. Should we kind of wind things up now? With you know the go towards the the begin the landing sequence of the space news and the closeout stuff, or sure. do you want to talk about the um my life changing realization that I had at Seven Eleven the other day, or should we save that for another show? Let's save it for another show. So? Maybe that that needs to kick off the new year of your going to every Seven Eleven. Oh yeah, right. Oh man, what a great way to kick off the Seven Eleven project. Right. All right. Okay, you're right. Um. I would also right, like Christy. to know if anyone knows why my dog hates our Christmas tree. Yeah. Yeah. Is there some kind of science that explains why uh, the pod dog, any opportunity, pees and poops on our Christmas tree? <laughs> Not the Christmas tree, but the, Chris- the skirt. The skirt. Yeah. So I could understand if he was going up to the tree and peeing on it because dogs naturally want to pee outside right. and we brought the inside or the outside in. Oh, I never thought about that. But... This is the tree skirt. Yeah. 
He'll go out. Maybe your dog has some kind of walk. weird fetish. Yeah. He'll go out for a walk. He'll go to the bathroom and then come in and try his hardest to squeeze out another poop mm-hmm. onto the thing. So we can't even put any presents out. Yeah. He's going to ruin up. Mm-hmm. Pretty mad. I think he's mad we shamed him with the diaper. <laughs> yeah. I don't blame him. I would be mad too. When you're an 80 year old man and you can't hold your bladder, yeah, you will wear a diaper. Okay. I'll right. make you wear a diaper. We'll see. So uh, we'll save the we'll save the Seven Eleven realization for the launch of the Seven Eleven yes. project, which is going to be well. What's going to be really? We can talk about it later, but there's that one I won't go to with you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, my uh, I am visiting every Seven Eleven in Washington State in the calendar year of 2015. So hashtag Seven Eleven yeah. project. So <laughs> no, is that seven spelled out seven? Seven or... one one. Yeah, the numbers. Okay. Shorter the better on the hashtags. Well, we'll talk about this more when you launch it. But I would like to hear people's um, feedback of because you're going to blog about it. Yeah. So I'd like. I think he needs to get one common thing mm-hmm. that every Seven Eleven offers to review, and then an out of the ordinary kind of snack. And what else should be purchased at at the Seven Eleven, or yeah. what else should be done? Yeah. What do you want to hear about? Yeah, tell me, uh, tell me, tell me your thoughts, guys. Hashtag Seven Eleven Project. <laughs> What's up? All right, Christy. So uh, it's that time. It's that time of the show. Everybody's favorite segment. Nap time. No. Oh. This week in Rat Space News. This week in Rat Space News. That's my new intro song. Do you like it? Uh, I like the other one better. Okay. And let me get my. I'm not going to play timer? the other one for you today because oh. I have a I have a sound clip that I want to play. Mm, okay. Yeah. Should I set my this is uh, related to my first news piece. Are you going to set the timer? Hold on a second. You giving me three minutes? I need to pause. All right, let me set the timer. What do we get? One minute? Uh, usually 10 to 15 minutes. Three. Ready? Yep. And go. Yep. Okay. On December 5th, 2014, NASA's Orion spacecraft launched successfully atop a United Launch Alliance Delta IV heavy rocket at 7.05 a.m. Eastern Standard Time from Space Launch Complex 37 at Cape Canaveral Air Force Station in Florida. Orion's Exploration Flight Test EFT-1 is the first flight test for NASA's new deep space capsule and its critical step on NASA's journey to Mars. The 4.5-hour flight is scheduled to conclude with splashdown of Orion in the Pacific Ocean. So it did. uh, It did land successfully. The Mm -hmm. first flight went off. Um, And this is the future of crewed spaceflight with NASA. So that was exciting, and this is the this. Is, so, if you haven't seen it, the Delta IV rocket is huge, and uh, somebody captured the sound of it launching amazingly, and I wanted to play play it for everybody. I thought that was pretty amazing. I liked it. I'll put a clip of the full yeah. SoundCloud thing in there. So that was awesome. Uh, so the soundtrack to your wet dreams? Yeah, basically. <laughs> I just masturbate to that constantly. <laughs> that got it's weird. It's probably true. Yeah, I got weird. Um, do you remember the Rosetta Filet thing when we yes. landed on the comet? Do you remember how big of a deal it was? Yes. So I, there's a couple things. Uh, well, I don't know. Was it big out in the world? Because I, I just had to hear about it constantly. <laughs> So I don't know if it was a okay. common. No, I think it was. Okay. I think it was. So uh, there's a there's a space probe called Hayabusa two. It is a an asteroid sample return mission operated by the Japanese Space Agency or JAXA, uh, and it launched at the beginning of December. We actually watched that launch before we recorded our last episode, not the two episodes ago, episode seventy three. But uh, this is going to be crazy because it's going to be like fillet uh, landing on the comet, except for even more so. This is like the Batmobile of spacecraft. It's going out to an asteroid. Uh, it's going to study the asteroid. Let's see. The target asteroid is big, long number. Hayabusa 2 is expected to arrive at the target in July 2018, survey the asteroid for a year and a half, and then depart in December 2019 and return to the Earth in December 2020. So this thing has multiple landers on it. It itself is going to go down to the surface of the asteroid. It's going to take samples. There's landers that are going to go down that are going to hop around on the surface. There's a rover, I think maybe two 
rovers that go down are going to drive around on the surface. Uh, and th- there's even an explosive that they're going to shoot into that they're going to shoot into the surface of the asteroid so they can get uh, so they can get samples back like a different kind of sample that's like fresh that's not excuse me from the surface so keep an eye out for that that's gonna be awesome in how many years uh well it's already launched it's on the way there it'll be arriving in july of 2018 so basically this uh being being a worker of space yeah you You have have to have patience yeah i would not be able to do the orion test flight that i mentioned that just happened uh is not they're not doing another test flight until I think 2018 on that one. So it's crazy. Yeah. And that, that's because, uh, the, the Delta four, the rocket that they launched the Orion on, uh, is too small for what they want to do. And so NASA's making its own rocket called the space launch system, the SLS. It's going to be the biggest rocket ever built, the most powerful machine ever built. So bigger than the Saturn five, bigger than the rocket that took us to the moon. It'll be a big deal. So since I'm out of time, I won't get into the New Horizons mission that's going to be uh, that just woke up from hibernation. It's three billion miles away, and it's going to be mm-hmm. approaching uh, Pluto next July. We can get into that another time, but uh, want to tell you about that too. Well, so. we're all on the edge of our seats for that. Now it's time for everybody's actual favorite <laughs> segment: drone strike. Whoa! No! You oh my gosh! There we go. You have one job. This week's drone strike was mm-hmm. brought to you by friend of the show, Jen. Oh. She wrote this in. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> you already know which oh. one it's going to be. Well, I had a, I, I had a note. I had a note to, to shout out to Jen, but you, you okay. do your thing. And okay. I'll do mine. Um, she wanted me to drone strike um, cheating boyfriends <laughs> and or spouses mm. and I guess wives and girlfriends Something too. Something we're familiar with in this household. Let me give you a little background because she wanted me to tell, tell her story. Oh my God. Just a tiny bit of background, and then we'll drone strike him. Um, She had a boyfriend that she lived with for four years. We actually went to high school with him, so she's known him Mm. since she was a little kid. Um, We, she lived with him, him and his three kids. He had a similar situation to the K story. Um, Got full custody of his three children. Lived with Jen for four years. She was at work, and her friend came over with OK Cupid and said, "Hey, isn't this your boyfriend, John?" And it was. So he had set up a profile looking for a long-term relationship. Oh, Nelly. So she went home. Well, she put up a Facebook message that said, you know, he's a douchebag, and then went home and promptly kicked him out. Wow. Yeah. So they moved, and she's very blissful having her house back. Yeah. Yeah, it seems like she seems she seems very so happy. much better. Yeah, well, she that's was much like, more elaborate than what I was gonna say. <laughs> she was living on like popping volume every day to be able to like survive in that house. So this she's yeah. so much better. That's good. So much better. Well, yeah. I'm I'm glad uh, I'm glad that she's happy. Yes. Yeah. So drone strike him. Drone strike that guy. Yep. Yeah. This whole situation has been uncomfortably public happening on <laughs> Facebook, by the way. Like, yeah. I'm a very public person, and I've been mm-hmm. uncomfortable with the amount of publicness <laughs> to, to this uh, situation. But, uh, but you know, hey, I'm glad she's happy. All I was going to say was, listener Jen's going through a hard time, but <laughs> she's awesome, and uh, we love her. Yeah. But yours is much better. <laughs> anyway. Thanks for listening, Jen. We love you. Um, so let's see. In closing, guys. Hit us up on our website, nerdoutloudpod.com. Find us on Facebook. Find us on Twitter. All that fun stuff. Check out Christy on Three Guys, Three Questions. Although, in her case, it was two guys, a girl, and three questions. Right? Two guys, two questions? Three questions. Three questions. Two we guys. all got to ask Okay, and question. let's talk about this for a minute. Because okay. one of the questions was... One of the questions was, what's the closest you've ever come to death? And one of the guys on the show talked about... Uh, a near miss with a tornado when mm-hmm. he had to go, he was in school and he had to go to a tornado shelter mm-hmm. and a tornado went over the top of his school, missed him by 150 feet, something like it that. It didn't go over the top of his school. It, it, it came went over close, across the street, right, across the street. Uh-huh. And you, Christy and the other person on the show said that that doesn't count as coming close to death. 
No. That is the definition of close to death. No. Across the street from a tornado? Are you joking? Anyone that lives in the Midwest can attest to that's not close to death. That is insane. If it hits your house and your house is completely ripped away and you're in the basement covered over and nothing happens to you, that's near death. It destroying the place across the street, not near death. Oh my gosh. Well, you I'm are sorry. wrong. Sorry, Adam, but... drone strike you for being I, wrong. multiple times as an elementary school student and also... So in school and at home, had to go into tornado shelters. Yes, because if you don't, you are at risk of dying by definition because a tornado is going to dr- fly by across the street. That is the definition of a near-death no, experience. No, because not everyone dies if they're hit by a tornado. Yeah, but if you get in a car accident, mm-hmm. if you get in a really bad car accident mm-hmm. or a car or a car comes within three feet of uh, plowing into you and, and pushing mm-hmm. you off a cliff, that is coming close to death not everybody that gets in a car accident dies maybe the car didn't actually hit you but it came within a foot of hitting you it almost hit you had you been 10 feet to the side it would have hit you and you more than likely would have died or been seriously injured that is by definition a near-death experience you're coming very close to dying it's no different than with a tornado i don't know if you were 100 feet over you very likely would have died I don't the, agree. Oh, I'd well. like our Midwest listeners to to um, chime in about that. Yeah, please, please, guys, chime in. Well, and I just, I just tweeted. I saw your tweet about that where you're questioning me, and um, I'm not questioning you. I'm pointing out that you're wrong. <laughs> well, <laughs> like in Joplin, they had 158 deaths and 1,150 people were injured, but not died. Okay, not not dead, and that was in the top ten. Worst tornadoes ever in recorded history. So you're saying, okay. So you're saying that tornadoes aren't deadly. That's I, what you're saying. I'm saying. So being in a tornado doesn't count as a near-death experience. I'm saying that the 1,150 people that were injured had near death, but people that lived across the street from that destruction were not near death. So if I am, if I'm walking down the sidewalk and a car out of control, veers, mm-hmm. and comes sliding across the sidewalk and misses me by 10 feet. You don't jump out of the way. Is that coming near, is that, does that count as near death? Does that count as being close to death? No. No. Okay. Well, that's where we fundamentally disagree. If and unfortunately, you, if it's you, also where you're wrong. <laughs> if you jumped out of the way and it hit where you would have, mm-hmm. where you were standing, mm-hmm. near death. Oh my god! But the fact that it crashed before You're it got just, to you. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm, this I don't know what a straw man argument is, but I'm pretty sure that this is it. I'm pretty sure that you're straw manning this situation. This I mean, is a, you're, it's but a straw, by those, but by that logic, person. we don't say straw man. Any time person, we fair. live through an earthquake, we could have died. Okay. Near death experience. Anytime there's an earthquake, by the same logic of a, a tornado. Well, if it's a dangerous earthquake, I mean. The, I don't. I don't think so. No, I don't think that any that's... any earthquake has the same as a tornado has the potential of say you have a giant picture over no, your bed. No, because if there's a three, you... if there's like a very low Richter earthquake, mm-hmm. nobody's gonna get. But if there's a very low F scale tornado, if it goes over the top of you, there's a very good chance you're gonna get seriously hurt or killed. Mm-hmm. As opposed to if there's, you could be right on top of the fault line in a very very low grade earthquake and everybody's going to be fine see i agree with andrew that it was very scary to go through mm-hmm. but the question wasn't what's the scared scared to shoot ever you guys been. are first of all you're dismissive of his experience which is rude. i was in a okay. car that almost flipped and okay, i didn't guys. say that was a so, near-death experience all that to say go check out christian three guys three questions <laughs> and i Weigh just want to put this i want to put this out there too if there's any, I I know that there's other people out there that are listening that have podcasts because we are this community of podcasts is very largely like the stand up show that you go to where the only other people in the room are either your family members or <laughs> other stand ups right. that are there to try and get in the open mic after mm-hmm. you or whatever. Uh, so all that to say, if you're a podcast and you're listening, we like I enjoy doing like cross stuff like inner intermingling intermingling of the mm-hmm. of the podcast. So um, hit us up. Because we would love to do stuff with you. Uh, one thing that I have forgot to mention that I wanted to mention is that we now have an Android app. 
We do? Yeah, we have an Android app. But not an iPhone one? We have an iPhone app too, but it's like ridiculous. You have to you have to download this app called the Podcast Box and then subscribe to our show so within it. It's not an Apple difficult. thing. It's a Libsyn thing. Oh. Like they're, the developer that Libsyn has partnered with for iOS is horrible and it's a horrible app. So I don't even want to recommend it. Okay. But uh, for Android people, it's, it might be a good way to listen to the show. I don't know. It's like two bucks though. Oh. So... I don't know, but you can. Uh, we're in the Amazon store, I think, and also I think the Google Play store. So, uh, I have a friend that has an Amazon de- uh, Android device, and he actually downloaded it, and he said it's not that bad of an app. So, if you just search for Nerd Out Loud in the Amazon store, we actually come up as an app. It's like two bucks. Um, okay. If, if you want to buy it, I'll 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 give you two dollars. What? No. Yeah, I'll like I'll buy you coffee or something. I okay. want somebody to check it out and tell me if it works. Okay, so the reason we switched to a non-copywritten song that we owned, basically, mm-hmm. was because of this app. Well, and because it's I'm, done. And I'm trying to do right. I'm trying to do the right thing. Well, I just... What do you think about this? We put we put Kate Nash back at the front mm-hmm. and your song at the end. We'll see. We'll see. No, no, no. We'll Everyone... See. Put it. That's best of both worlds. Stop for debate. Best we'll of both worlds. I like to keep people on their toes. We'll mix it up. No, mix I don't up like mix up. Mixing it up is good. So anyway, <laughs> okay. Uh, you say that I want, longest, you want me to be more vocal, but you the, actually don't want me to be vocal. This is the longest uh, closing segment ever. Uh, shout out to Jen. We already did that. Upcoming shows. I've we. Uh, I doubt it with Dolomore. Jesse Dollamore is going to be on to tell me why all my political ideas are horrible. Okay. Uh, I have reached out to um, an organization that is uh, very enthusiastic about beef jerky. <laughs> and that, that we're going to have somebody on to talk about beef jerky that's mm-hmm. dedicated a large portion of their life to um, the celebration of, of dried meat products. So look forward to that. And uh, Let's yeah. recap what we want people to talk about. Oh we want to talk about our theme song. This is the we worst. want you to talk about... <laughs> Yeah, call Your to holiday action, experience guys. Mm-hmm. and what Jeremy should do when he's at a Seven Eleven. Yeah. Besides poop, you should poop at all of them. You can't. There's no bathrooms at Seven Elevens. Oh, they are very man. militant about not letting people use their. That's bathrooms. smart of them. So, yeah, <laughs> it is. It is. Um, Christina, any last words? I don't care if you love or hate our podcast. Just don't talk shit. Don't make up lies. And I would say anything worth. Doing is worth doing for me. Alright, guys. Have a good weekend and let your nerd flag fly! Did you hear that all, all about that space? Situation. Because you know I'm all about that space, about that space, space travel. I'm all about that space, about that space, space travel. I'm all about that space, about that space, space travel. I'm all about that space, about that space. Yeah, it's pretty clear. I ain't commercial crew, but I can launch it, launch it like I'm supposed to. Cause I got that boom, boom that all the astros chase. All the space flights to all the right places. I see Orion crew working that ship nonstop. You know we're going far. Now put that last on top. If you got boosters, boosters, just raise them up. Cause every spacecraft needs propulsion from the bottom to the top. Hey, they're working so hard. Don't you love these NASA guys? They will take us so far the first time that Orion flies. You know we're traveling to deep Cause you know I'm all about that space, about that space, space travel. I'm all about that space, about that space, space travel. I'm all about that space, about that space, space travel. I'm all about that space, about that space. I'm bringing rockets back. Go ahead and tell the whole world that. Come on board, it's that. Cause every spacecraft needs propulsion from bottom to the top. Hey, they're working so hard, don't you love these NASA guys? They will take us so far the first time that Orion flies.
Cause you know I'm all about that space, about that space, space travel. I'm all about that space, Woo! about that space, space travel. Cause you know I'm all about that space, about that space, space I'm all about that space, about that space, space I'm all about that space, about that space, space I'm all about that space, about that space, space Because you know I'm all about